Lions, Bengals, and Bears, none of my guys scared. Chase rumbling, any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry, I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money, I pray he leave with his health. Yeah, uh, the physical and mental. The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions. This rap shit, I lick the niggas, I ain't about to knock it. This whole summer, I was buying all the winter product. And I tried being peaceful, but my peace was getting bothered. So no doubt we got them eagles. We go Carson Wentz, Stefani. Okay, okay, okay. Welcome to episode 191 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Your boy is back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm better than ever. Couldn't be better. Couldn't be better if I tried. I'm the best me that I've been in a long time. Listen, I have not talked to you guys in what, two months, man? Listen, let me give you guys a little insight here. Life has changed in a great way for me, man. I, I've i become a teacher in the last two months. Everything's happened very fast. Uh, I've been coaching football, flag football. Listen, man, I have been so busy with life and getting adjusted to the new changes that have come so quickly that I've really, like, lost track of time, bro, and I just have not had the time to get in here but not i wouldn't say i didn't have the time i just wasn't able to make the time right i was just so drained and just trying to get used to my new schedule my new workload and all that comes with being a teacher but i feel good like two months in now i feel comfortable enough to get back to my regular routine i regularly schedule programming where i can be here two days out the week, you know, Tuesday and Saturdays. I feel I feel like I'm back to normal, right? So I'm happy to be here. Um, we got some good stuff to talk about. It's, it's been an interesting couple months in the world of sports that I haven't been here to talk about. But I, I know, I know y'all see me on Twitter, Instagram. Y'all know I've been watching, right? But I haven't been here to talk about it. Uh, so I, I do want to get some apologies out the way first. I want to apologize to the listeners, the watchers, those who subscribe on YouTube. I'm sorry I haven't been out, you know, here to put out content, but I'm back now. Okay, I am back. But first mid-season apology, I would like to give out. I would like to apologize to the NFC East. You guys know. I give the NFC East a hard time. Every year, I tell you guys the NFC East should be banned from the playoffs. I tell you guys that if the NFC East division winner doesn't win more than 10 games, they should not be allowed in the playoffs and somebody else should get their playoff spot. You guys know I feel very strongly about how trash the NFC East has been over this last decade. You guys know that. So coming into the season, I did pick the Eagles to win this division, but I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be any real competition, right? Ten weeks in, I, I, I didn't think that three out of the four teams would have a winning record. I didn't think that three out of the four teams would be over 500. I didn't think that. I, I didn't expect that. I didn't, I, who would have? If you would have told me, on September 1st, that on, what's this, November 8th, the Eagles will be 8-0, the Cowboys will be 6-2, and and the Giants will be 6-2, and I would have laughed and said, don't you mean, are you, talking, are you talking about the AFC West? What do you mean, NFC East? Are you serious? So I would like to apologize to the NFC East. You guys have been playing, oh, oh, and a special apology to the New York Giants who beat my Packers in London. And then to the Washington Commanders, who I had to go to Landover in person. I was there for that game. Had a great seat. Saw myself on TV. 
I had to watch that in person. So I would like to apologize to the city of Landover. Um, I would like to apologize to Southern Maryland as a whole, PG County. Um, I apologize for y'all to y'all. Um, I would like to apologize to all of the Washington fans, uh, who, by the way, still are very strongly about their old team name and logo. I I didn't know that they still had so much of that other team gear. I mean, fam, it was crazy to see. But I had to be there for that. I saw the loss in person, unfortunately. Had a good time, though. Bad result. I also got to see Josh Allen in person this season and Lamar this season, so that was fun. But apologies to the Commanders and the Giants. I would like to apologize to the Dallas Cowboys as well within this division, but I would like to thank Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. More, more importantly, I would like to thank my guy Gavin, who came to me, well, I came to him after he came to me, and I traded an injured James Conner. For Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, and, and I haven't looked back ever since. My fantasy team is 7-2 in the first place. So thank you, Gavin. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Zeke. Okay. Thank you. Um, so I would like to apologize to the Cowboys. Didn't expect you guys to be this good, especially with Dak going down. And, you know, you guys holding down the fourth. I don't have an apology to the Eagles because I knew, I knew they was going to be humming this year. I called it. I felt it. I knew it. A.J. Brown, shout out to Dallas Goddard, my fantasy tight end. 20 points on Thursday for me. I appreciate you. But I apologize to the NFC East for thinking you guys would be mid because you usually are. But you're loud as hell this season, and I appreciate that. Thank you all for showing up and playing some football, unlike my favorite team. I would also like to apologize to the Minnesota Vikings. I didn't expect y'all to be 7-1 right now. Boy, look at the rest of the NFC North. 3-6, 3-6, 2-6. Oh, my goodness. The Vikings are back. But it is feeling like 2016 when the Vikings started off hot with Sam Bradford. Never mind. I'm not even going to take it there. I'm not going to take it there. I would like to apologize to the NFC South. I didn't know the Buccaneers were going to come out and be this bad this year. I thought they were going to run through the division. But right now, they're having a hard time. Four and five, four and five, three and six, two and seven. That's awful. That's God awful. Do I have any more midseason apologies? Oh. I would like to apologize to the Kansas City Chiefs because I thought the Chargers were going to really take over this year, and they haven't, even though they're only a game behind you. But I did say on record that Pat Mahomes would be fine and the Chiefs' offense would be fine. But I would like to apologize for thinking that y'all still weren't y'all. Y'all are indeed still the Kansas City Chiefs. I do, I do apologize, okay? I didn't mean to sleep on y'all. I didn't mean to disrespect y'all in any way. I just thought that losing to Reek would hurt y'all more than it did, but it hasn't. Y'all haven't really missed a beat. So I apologize to Pat Mahomes. I apologize to Jackson Mahomes. I apologize to the baby. I apologize to Andy Reid. I apologize to Travis Kelsey. Uh, I I am indeed sorry. I apologize to Juju, Boo Boo Schuster, Boo Boo. I'm sorry. I am. Do I have any more apologies left? Oh, I would like to apologize to the New York Jets, who also beat my Green Bay Packers this year. Dev, I apologize. Sauce, I apologize. I apologize. I didn't know. I did not know y'all was coming like this this year. Congratulations on beating the Bills this past weekend. Also in that division, I would love to apologize to the Miami Dolphins. Didn't think y'all was going to do this this year, but shout out to Tariq Hill, my fantasy WR1. I apologize to Tua, back from the dead. 
I would also like to apologize to the Patriots who are also making some noise at five and four. So apology to the AFC East except for the Bills. Because I didn't expect it to be this tight ten weeks in. You know, I I mean everything I'm saying. I'm these are heartfelt apologies. You can hear it in my voice. This is genuine sorrow sorrow, genuine sorries, genuine pain. I did not know who y'all were prior to the season start. I would also like to apologize to Packers fans for giving y'all an ounce of hope before the season started. So, I, I, hey, we're all in this thing together. But we're going to talk about that later. We're going to talk about that later. We're not going to start the show off with that. No, 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 no. No, no, no. But I think that's all I have for midseason apologies. I don't think I owe anybody else an apology. So, that's all I have for that. Now, now let's get serious, though. All jokes aside, let's get serious. Because something happened yesterday that makes no sense. I mean, you got NFL coaches, NFL execs, apparently, league-wide, that didn't understand this decision. So, yesterday, the Colts, they fired Frank Wright. Okay, cool. He's out of there. The Colts weren't doing anything. You know, they showed the stats. What do you have, like seven starting quarterbacks and however long he was there the Colts who are in second place three and five haven't done much this year so they fire Frank Ryan okay cool they didn't bring up an assistant they didn't promote a coordinator they didn't bring in somebody you know who was already in the organization already in the system no 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 no. they go Jim Irsay decides to go out and hire Jeff Saturday. <sighs> if you don't know who Jeff Saturday is, he played for the Colts. Played in the NFL a long time. Okay, he he's a guy who has actually played the game of football. Okay, he was a center. Cool. Oh, bro. You know, he's been around. But to coach a football team, a professional football team, hmm. as a coach, his only job has been an assistant and then a head coach at Hebron Christian Academy, a high school in Georgia. His record there was 20 and 16. So what you do is you take a mediocre high school football coach no excuse me let me let me backtrack you take a center retired turned mediocre head uh mediocre high school football coach to be the interim head coach of a professional football team somebody who has no experience coaching at the collegiate level or at the professional level. We can go into black head coaches. We could. But at this point, I would be a broken record about that. And this right here, I don't even think this is a black or white thing. I don't even think we got to go into the black head coach thing. This right here is just any coach. Any coach that has has that has any experience, college or pro, don't matter if you black, blue, white, green, purple, yellow, does not matter what your color is, what your, what your race is, I don't care. If you are right now an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, assistant coach, whatever you are right now, and you aspire to be a head coach in the NFL, and you're looking at... Somebody who has can't even touch your resume. Somebody who has never done what you've done. All of a sudden, is a head coach. I I I don't know how I would feel about that. I mean, I probably do because I'm pissed just. And I'm not all I am. I'm a middle school football head coach. And I'm pissed about this. 
So I could only imagine at that level watching this unfold. How they would feel. How you would feel. Fam. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, sure. In eighth grade. No, excuse me. In seventh grade, I took an engineering class. And I made a model rocket. So that means I should be able to get a job at NASA, right? I should be able to go to NASA right now, apply, and tell them what I did in the seventh grade. And they should say, oh, yeah, Mr. Lyons. Yeah, yeah, come on. Help us launch this next rocket into space. Sixth grade, I took a visual graphics art class. Did a claymation course. Got a C minus. But hey, I did something. Maybe Disney could hire me. Maybe I should show them my claymation video from 2010 and say, hey, can you guys hire me? I can do claymation. Oh, sure, Mr. Lyons. Come on, join us. Hey, when I was a freshman in college, I boxed in the, uh, the dorm, right? I-, I boxed. I was undefeated. Maybe, you know... Mayweather Promotions will sign me, or, or maybe Al Heyman will sign me today. I have no pro or amateur experience. All I've done is box in a dorm. Yeah, maybe maybe I can go get a fight deal right now. I, may, I might be fighting Canelo next month. Who knows? Do you guys see where I'm trying to take you here? No experience at all at the pro or collegiate level, but... All of a sudden, he's an interim head coach. Does that not, you guys not see an issue with this? Jim Irsay, you know, say what you want. I don't care how cool y'all think he is. He just as crazy as his damn daddy. His daddy was the owner of the Baltimore Colts, right? His daddy was a part of moving the Colts from Baltimore to Indianapolis. His daddy was a nut. The, The nut don't fall too far from the tree, obviously. And then he had a 45-minute press conference yesterday, which made the situation even worse. Like, he basically said, cool, yeah, Jeff, he's never been a coach in the NFL before, but, hey, what does that matter? He might do good. What? Fam, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? You make real coaches jump through hoops. They got to do this. They got to have that. They have had to have coached here. They need to have done this. But you just gave somebody who's never done any of that a chance to run a pro football team. How is that okay? So when we talk about the problems in the NFL, um, whether it's, Minority coaches getting chances or what happened with Kaepernick or the Dan Snyders of the world. We have got to stop. I've told you guys this before. We have got to stop looking at Roger Goodell. He works for them. He is just the shield. All Roger Goodell is 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 the fall man. So whatever the owners do that we don't like. Nine times out of ten, we're going to look at him. The casual, the average fan is going to look at Goodell. The outside world who aren't locked in with the NFL, they're going to look at Goodell. Think about it. I don't know if you got, I, I don't follow the shade room, but I look at the shade room. And if you don't know what the shade room is, think TMZ, but black. That's like a duck best description i can give you a page on instagram right they post you know celebrity gossip and stuff like that and sometimes a story from our world makes it over there our world meaning the sports world and okay when the cabinet thing was going on i saw a lot of comments talking about oh the nfl the nfl the the goodell and the commissioner this that third and all this stuff, but nobody is talking about the owners. 
because they don't know they run the show. And like I've said before, unless you are a, a, a true fan of the team, you probably don't know who your owner is, right? So I couldn't tell you who the owner of the Cardinals is. I couldn't tell you that. But I know Jerry Jones. I know Robert Kraft. I know the Khan brothers. I know these people because these are figures that are polarizing. I know Jim Irsay. These are guys that I know Dan Snyder for bad reasons. I know them. I've seen their faces. Most owners stay in the shadows and for good reason. We don't see them. We don't even know their names. They're so behind the scenes. Most of them are. But we know who we do see. We see Roger Goodell. We hear from Roger Goodell. We see him. We see him at games. We see him speak. We see him on draft night every year. We know Roger Goodell. So it's easy to point a finger at him when something goes wrong in the league. But it's the owners. Roger Goodell didn't hire Jeff Saturday to be a head coach. Jim Irsay did. Think about it, man. Think about how Matt Patricia got his job in Detroit. He had a cup of coffee with... No, 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 no. Not Matt Patricia. No, 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 no. Who was it? Who had a cup of coffee with Bill Belichick, bro? Was it... um? No, it wasn't Patricia. Who was it? Somebody had just had a, a cup of coffee with Bill Belichick and somehow became a head coach last season. I can't remember who it was. But that's that's what I'm talking about. Like a lot of things, it's not who it's not what you know, it's who you know. Unfortunately, Jeff Saturday knows Jim Irsay and he got this job. Does Jeff but does Jeff Saturday know how to run a football team? Coach a football team? wasn't like he was a quarterback. He was a center. Not saying centers don't have to know the game. But what play calling abilities Jeff, does Jeff Saturday have? What, what, oh my gosh, what qualifications does he have to run a team full of grown men? How does he, how does a locker room get behind this guy? How many games are the Colts going to win now? They're sitting at what? Three and five, three, five and one right now. Where do they go from here? Where do they go from here? Tell me that. Because I <laughs> no clue. No clue. No clue. But that's what's wrong with the league today. And a lot of things in business in general. We got people who are not qualified. It's even in politics, people who are not qualified to do these jobs, man. Very underqualified. Just here, here you go. Yeah, please come run my football team. Oh, please come run my business. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. But the owners are nasty in general. Because, I mean, look what, what's going on in Washington, though. Is it, it, that's not – he has got to sell the team. There's no way he, he's able to keep the team after everything that's been going on these last the, – over these years, multiple – spanning multiple years. He has to let that team go. There's no way he doesn't. No way he doesn't. But I don't know, man. That, that just really bothered me, though, because it's like, okay, I could understand – if he was uh, an assistant or something in college for some years. But, fam, he didn't – he was a high school coach. I'm not saying that's not a hard thing to do because I was a, I was a defensive coordinator for flag team for a month and some change. And that wasn't easy. But I had a ball. But does that mean I can go coach the Packers defense? Well, hmm. I, I probably could do a better job than Joe Barry, but 
that I, I that doesn't mean I'm qualified to go do that though. But I probably could. But the thing I'm the point I'm trying to make is I'm not qualified to be an NFL head coach. Now, if I go up the ranks, I go work my way up the next maybe ten years. Maybe I get to the NFL and become a coordinator. Maybe I become a coach before I'm forty. Who knows? But at this moment, I could not be a coach, a head coach in the NFL. And neither should Jeff Saturday. Me and Jeff Saturday probably have the same amount of capabilities of being a coach in the NFL right now. You could probably be a you probably have better experience than Jeff Saturday. You listening right now. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You probably could go. I mean, cause think about it this way. I've been a fantasy football coach for ten years. I've played many Madden franchises. Hey, maybe I could be a head coach. Maybe we could all be head coaches. But I don't think Jeff Saturday should be the coach of the car, the Colts right now. I don't. I, that's just me. That's just me. I don't know. 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 It's <sighs> a lot of questions swirling around this year in NFL. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. Okay. A lot of questions. And, oh, oh, wait, 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 hold on. Wait a minute. We got some breaking news. The Week 11 Kansas City Chiefs at LA Chargers game on Sunday, November 20th, will be played at 8.20. And the... Oh, they're flexing. Thank God. Already flexing. Already flexing. That's good. That's good. That's good. Love that for them. Flexing the good games. Already. To prime time. We like. We love to see that. We do love to see that. Now, back to what I was saying. A lot of questions swirling around right now. And uh, one question that I have to ask, unfortunately. I I, I never would have thought I would have had to ask this question. But are the Packers, are they really dead? Are they really dead? Like, are they actually dead? I have got to get some things off my chest. Fam. Alan Lazard is our number one receiver. The rookies that we drafted continue to get hurt every week. I mean, whether it's Dobbs or Watson. They have so much potential, but they keep getting hurt. I don't know what's going on with the play calling, with with why we're not running the ball. Don't understand. And then Rodgers just looks like, I, I'm going to check him out on Pat's show today, but I don't know, bro. He just looks like he doesn't even have the answers anymore. Three red zone picks. Fam, you threw three picks last season, and you threw three in one game, all in the red. That's not okay. That's not okay. I, I don't know why I thought you would be able to do what Pat Mahomes is doing, but then again, I know we have different levels of talent. We, we our receiving core is woof. Love Alan Lazard. That's all there is to love. It's terrible. It's terrible, man. And they talking about OBJ name the Packers fam. Don't come here. We know you're going to Buffalo. You don't 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 play with me. But I I just don't I don't know, man. And, and then you got the defense, who was supposed to be the strength of this team. They haven't played bad, but they haven't played great. And then there's just injuries everywhere. Devontae Campbell hurt. Rashawn Gary tore his ACL. He's out for the year. Eric Stokes is hurt. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. We got Aaron Jones. He's hobbled. Rodgers dealing with the hand thing. It just seems like it's raining, it's pouring, and there's no way to stop it right now. And it's not going to get easier. These next three weeks... I mean, the season to me was on the line this past week. I I thought the season ended uh, this past Sunday in Detroit. I mean, losing like that in Detroit to a team that you had no business losing to, that right there just tells me it's a wrap. But me being the optimistic Packers fan, me being the guy who's been around and seen different things, you know, especially now. So I teach eighth graders, right? 
So they're between 13 and 14. Six years ago, they were six, seven years old. They, they, they didn't, they don't know about the run the table season. So when they come up to me and they laugh at me, oh, three and six is crazy, blah, blah, blah. I just say, hey, y'all young, y'all don't know. I said, I said I've seen this movie before, but I don't know if we get a sequel this year. I, I, I'm serious. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think the only thing that I can say is that reminds me of that team or that is better. I think the defense is better than the 2016 team. Maybe. We have actual running backs. But the receiving core is way different. And Rodgers is way different. I don't know if this team with this schedule can do it. Fam, you got Dallas this week, Tennessee on a short week, and then you play Philly, who is rolling. I don't know. This month is going to be very tough. Hey, if they can rattle off three straight against these teams, I think we go to the Super Bowl. Seriously. like that th- That's literally the end game. If they somehow figure out how to beat the Cowboys, Titans, and Eagles back to back to back. They're going. They're de- they're going to the Super Bowl. But you heard it here first. If the Packers beat Dallas, Tennessee, and Philly, they're going to the Super Bowl. Will that happen? Not. <laughs> it's not likely. But if they rattle off three wins against these three teams, yeah, yeah hey, Packers fans, pack your bags. We're, we're going to Arizona in February. Remember what you heard. So when I tell the kids, yo, we were four and six in November. Four and six. Now we're, th- we're three and six right now. Yo, we were four and six. Same thing. I mean, they were killing Rodgers. Killing us. We got blown out by Washington on a Sunday night. And the next thing you know, Rodgers said, we're going to run the table. But me personally, I don't think any little phrase or three words can save us this time. Y'all going to have to go out there and play. But I'm telling you, if they win these next three games, they're going to the Super Bowl. But it has been very frustrating to watch because there are games that I've, like, they shouldn't have have lost to the Commanders and they shouldn't have lost to the Lions, really shouldn't have lost to the Giants. So realistically, right now, Green Bay should be like six and three, but they beat themselves a lot. Like they beat themselves a lot, and, it, and it's going to be very hard to catch up to the Vikings, who are rolling. And I mean, look at Kirk Cousins, bro. He's on planes or shirtless with jewelry on. I don't even know if Kirk knows any rappers, but hey, he was looking like one. So that I am running out of optimism for the season as a Packers fan. Are they dead? Probably. Will I keep watching? Unfortunately. But if they win this Sunday, they can beat the Cowboys. And then that lights the fire under them. Hey, if they win the next three, y'all going to hear a lot from me. That's all I'm going to say. Don't let them win the next three. They win the next three, it's going to get scary out there. Because let me look at the Packers schedule. Because it is a very tough schedule back half. Dallas, Tennessee, Philly. So, home against the Cowboys, home against Tennessee. You got two home games. That's good. On a short week. Then you go to Philly. Go to Chicago. Home against the Rams. Go to the, go to the, uh, you go to Miami on Christmas. You're home against the Vikings, and you home against the Lions. You only got three road games in the back half. You know what? I hate to break it to you people, but I th- I think I think the Packers are about to run the table. I hey, hey, 
You heard it here first. And this isn't me being crazy. Listen, I was very emotional Sunday. I was asking the Packers to start drawing love. Uh, I agreed with Rand, uh, Lil Wayne when Wayne said we should have traded 12. I was very emotional Sunday. But two days removed, looking at the schedule, seeing what this – I've seen it before. I've seen – and look, I've seen it before, and I just can't – in my heart, I can't give up on this yet. But, man, looking at the schedule, if you beat Dallas, who has the best defense in football right now, if you find a way to beat Dallas, there's no reason you should lose any other games. That's all That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is if you beat Dallas, you shouldn't lose again. I think, I think the Packers, with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Hold on, how many games are left? One, two, three, four, five, six, eight games. They're sitting at what right now? Three and six? I think the Packers finish eleven to six. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I I didn't listen. Listen, listen. If I had a podcast in 2016, when the run the table season started, I would have probably said they were dead. Right? I would I would have been feeling the same way. But then after I saw Aaron say we were gonna run the table, I felt like we were gonna run the table. I don't know if he's going to come on Pat's show and say today around two, 1, 2 o'clock. I'll be tuned in to that if he's on there today, which he should be. It's Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. But I don't know, man. I don't know. All I'm saying is all you got to go is 1-0 every week. And I think if they go 1-0 and this week, they don't lose again. I'm sorry. I th- Listen, if hey, my friends, know, my, my friends and family know. I have had no optimism about this team until this very moment. I'm not I didn't get on air to lie. I didn't come back to lie. I'm not lying to you. I don't know what happened just now, but I just felt a rush of new found hope that no Packers fan has right now. Run the table part two starts Sunday. Okay, there we go. We're moving on. So midseason MVP. <laughs> Hey man, hey, hey, we'll see. Midseason MVPs. So we got to start. Obviously, you know what? I'm not even gonna start with a quarterback. That's no fun. That's no fun. Let's start off with Tariq Hill, man, who is already over a thousand yards, eleven oh four, only three touchdowns though. His first touchdown this past week was the first touchdown he had since he had two against Baltimore. In week three? No, that was week two. Wow. 76 catches, 1,104 yards, three touchdowns. Fam, 143, 188, 177, 160, 190. Only one, two, three, four games under 100 yards. Hey, man. OPOY. And then think about it. He's doing this on the team. With Jalen Waddle, who is also having a crazy year. But last year in Kansas City, full season, 1239. Full season in Kansas City, 1276. Femi's already at 1104. How many yards did Cooper Cup have last year? Hold on. He had 1947. How many games we got left? Nine? Eight games? If Tariq has eight more 100-yard games, that'll put him at 19. Oh, no. If he has eight, yeah, 1904. And that would beat. No, he'd be short. So he's going to need one with a buck 50. Fam, he might get 2,000 yards. He might go for two. I would like to see that. If Tariq goes for two, they got to give him the MVP. They got to give him the MVP. They got to give him the MVP. I would love to see Tariq Hill go for 2,000. I would love to see that. I, please. Please do. Um, So Tariq Hill is my first MVP because even with Tariq, you know, the games where Tua was out, 
still shined. And then with Tua, who is not the best quarterback in the league, but he has shown some promise and shown some, you know, he's gotten much better. But I, I, I attest that to the weapons around him and the coaching. I like, I love what's going on down there in Miami right now. I really do. I do. Um, so Tariq Hill is one of my MVP picks. Uh, you got to go Jalen Hurts. Uh, easily because, you know, obviously because Philly's 8-0 right now. But right now he's sitting on 12 touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, how many yards has he thrown for so far? 2042. 2,402 yards. I mean, 2,042 yards, 12 touchdowns, two interceptions. He's having a great year so far. Got to put him as an MVP candidate. So he's my second one. This is not in order. I'm just naming him, rattling him off. But, you know, he's taking a leap, man. This is the leap that he needed to take. Okay, you bring in A.J. Brown. And there's no excuses, right? He, he has a good system, a good uh, still receivers around him, good tight end, and he's using them. And he's throwing the ball, and he's using his legs. But he's really throwing the ball very well this season. And it's been fun to watch the Eagles. Um, so he's one of my MVPs. Got to go Pat Mahomes, obviously, because of the numbers, 21-6, and 26-05. But he's doing his thing. Um, another MVP, got to put Lamar Jackson on the list, man. Got to put Lamar on the list. Uh, you know, he, he's doing it all. He's doing it all with his legs. Last night, he did a lot with his legs without Mark Andrews. And the Ravens receiving core isn't great either. You know, they just lost Bateman for the season. But Lamar is still doing Lamar things. And he has the Ravens in first place in the AFC North right now. Um, another MVP candidate. Do, 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 do. I don't know, man. I think it's Mahomes, Hurts, and Tariq right now. Those are like my top three. Those are my top three. Yeah, I I, I think those are my top three. Yeah. Yeah, those are my top three. Um, Anything else we can talk about before I get you guys out of here? I don't know, a little mid-season recap, just stuff that I've been seeing that I haven't been here to talk to you guys about, man. Um, How about that? Yeah, how about we do a little mid-season recap, and then I'll get you guys out of here. I'll talk to you guys again on Saturday. Uh, let's talk about the AFC West, because I was on the Unpopular Podcast uh, a couple months ago before the season started, and I broke down the AFC West in depth. And I do remember saying that the Raiders weren't going to be good. I said this. I also said that the Broncos weren't going to be good either. Nathaniel Hackett and Josh McDaniels are not good head coaches. They are not meant to be head coaches. They're not. I mean, because the Raiders, they have just been blowing games. They have been up big. And, like, the Raiders could easily be, like, 5-2 and two right now. 5-3, and three, excuse me. But they are 2-6. and six. They are not good. But I attest some of that to coaching. Some of it is just, you know, defense and then just not being able to close games altogether. The Raiders have been looking like the Anthony Lynn Chargers. And I, I don't mean to throw any shade at Anthony Lynn because Brandon Staley is just Anthony Lynn and Whiteface. Let that sit with you. But I knew the Broncos and Raiders weren't going to be good. I, I don't know what they are trying to do with Russell Wilson. But it ain't working. You got to play to his strengths, and they have not been trying to do that. And I don't care how many times he says, let's ride. We ain't riding, and we ain't rolling. No, thank you. Now, the Chargers, I don't know. I haven't actually sat down and seen a Chargers game, I don't think, this season. Because I haven't, I haven't had reason to. I don't have anybody on, that fam- on my fantasy team on that team. Um, and I don't know. I just haven't been interested in the Chargers. But I didn't know they were five and three. I, I the way they play, I thought they were two and six. But somehow they're five and three in a game back of the Chiefs. But the AFC West, I we all thought it was going to be the Wild Wild West, man. We thought that. We did. Even with my doubts about the Raiders and Broncos, I still thought they were going to compete. They haven't really shown me anything halfway through the season. And the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. They are still the Chiefs. I picked the Chargers that won this division. They still have a chance to do so. But when I saw Sunday night, the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. Now, their defense is a little suspect, but it always has been. But the offense is, they're rolling. Their offense is rolling. 
My only gripe with them is Pat Mahomes throwing the ball 68 times a game means you can't run the ball. And when it gets cold out, we go, we get into December, January. If you cannot run the ball, you're not doing anything. So if the Chiefs still are not running the ball well in December, they're not going anywhere. That's how I feel about it. I personally don't think in 2022 the Chiefs are going to win with Pat Mahomes throwing the ball 60-plus times. That just, okay, cool. You beat the Titans with Malik Willis. but You had to go to overtime to do it. It was a dogfight. Titans defense, they held as long as they could. But the refs wanted to see that game to go to overtime. And it did. But you had to play almost the whole overtime to, to get out of there with a win. Pat Mahomes threw the ball 68 times. You cannot. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Um. Oh. <laughs> Streets has said Derrick Henry was washed like week two. And he's been going crazy ever since. I, I don't know why y'all thought. Fam, coming off an injury. And he always starts slow. Week two, 21 carries, 82 yards. Week, I mean, week one, 21 carries, 82 yards. Week two against the Bills, 13 carries, 25 yards. Y'all were saying the King was washed. Then the King started heating up, 20-85 against the Raiders in touchdown. Then the King started going ballistic, 22-114 against the Colts, 28 32-19, 17-115, two touchdowns. He's averaging between uh, 4 and 6.8 yards per carry right now. The King is back. And he's sitting on 870 yards right now. You know how many yards he had last season before he got hurt? 937. So the King's going to break 1,000 yards. He might go for 15 and some change. But the nine touchdowns already. He had 10 last season. The King is the King, man. Don't, don't, don't do that. Comeback player of the year, I fear. Don't do that. Don't do that to the King. Y'all tried. Y'all really did. Y'all really did. That's my first round pick, man. Stop playing with the King. Don't ever play with the king. You come at the king, you best not miss. What else going on in the league? Oh, I told I told y'all about the Rams. I told y'all about the Rams. I tried to tell y'all. I tried to tell y'all. Y'all didn't believe me. Y'all did not believe me last year. What a big scam. I, tr- I, tried, I tried to tell y'all. About the Rams. Nobody listened. Tried to tell y'all about the Cardinals too. Trash. Kyler Murray. Trash. Cliff Kingsbury. Trash. Geno Smith right now is the best quarterback in the NFC West. How does that feel? How does that make you feel? Geno Smith, best quarterback in the NFC West right now. The Seahawks are 6-3. and three. Four straight wins. Two and one in the division. Only undefeated team in the division right now are the 49ers. So right now it's a two-horse race between the 49ers and the Seahawks. Starting to feel like 2012, 2013, 2019. It's starting to feel like it used to feel. When the Rams and Cardinals really didn't mean anything to the division. And I don't know. I don't I don't know if the card the Cardinals aren't turning around anytime soon. The Rams still have a shot. But right now, I'm looking at the Seahawks and the 49ers. Um, what else? What else has happened this season, man? Josh Jacobs has been doing. My fantasy team has been going doing very well. Seven to two right now. This is my best record through nine uh, nine weeks ever. I, I can't believe it. I'm, I'm doing great. I mean, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Um, uh, what else has been going on, man? Yeah, I don't know. We talked about the Packers. They play the Cowboys this week. We're going to talk about that on Saturday. Um, the Jets the Jets have been a surprise, man. I, 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 hey, 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 that defense is real. The defense is real. That defense is real, man. Love what the Dolphins are doing. I love that offense. Love, love, love what's going on down there, man. Logic is a hell of a coach down there in Miami. Logic doing his thing. Um, we knew the AFC North was going to be the Bengals and the Ravens. We knew that. We did. We did know that. I knew the Titans would run through the South. I wasn't. I, I didn't have any hopes for anybody else in the South. 
the East, man, the NFC East has just been fun to watch. It's been interesting to watch. Um, can't wait to see how the Eagles come in the second half of the season. Because, I mean, hey, man, we've seen the Cardinals start off hot. We've seen the Steelers go 10-0 and then flounder. But I don't know. This Eagles team, let me see the rest of their schedule. Let's pull that up. I'm trying to see who the, who going beat them. Who Who's going to be the team to do it? Who's going to be the team to do it? They play the Commanders and the Colts. It's going to be Packers. There it is. Eagles going to be the Eagles' first loss. They're going to be undefeated when they play Green Bay on that Sunday night after Thanksgiving. They're going to beat the Commanders. They're going to beat the Colts. Then they're going to lose to us. Sunday night football. You heard it here first. Go Pack Go. Not playing with y'all no more, man. Let's go. We finna run the table. Don't believe me. Just watch. Shout out to uh, Trinidad James. And speaking of music, man, go 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 listen to that Her Loss, man. That boy, that Drake and 21 boy, them boys did that thing, man. They did that thing. Don't don't sleep. They did that thing. Um, let's see. That's all I got for y'all today, man. I'm happy to be back. Thank you, guys. Man, I'm blessed to be here. I had a good time today. I will be back on Saturday morning to talk to you guys again. Uh, go Blue. We still undefeated, too. Don't sleep on Michigan. We're going to talk college, college football on Saturday. Uh, maybe a little NBA because I I've, I've, have a free child of the NBA League Pass, so I've been watching Luka. Oh, also, um, I am a, now a Dallas Mavericks fan. I am no longer a Miami Heat fan. So when you address me, you address me as Dallas Maverick fan, Eric Lyons. Not Miami Heat fan, Eric Lyons. But that's all I got, man. Um, shout out to Stadium CNTV. We got some big things coming up over there. Um, thank you guys once again. Oh, we're on the road. Back officially on the road to 200 episodes yeah yeah take that episode 191 is a wrap all right thank you guys for tuning in and for the 191st time i'm eric lyons and you have just been electrified